Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Maximus Fitness. It's January, folks, and a lot of you out there have your New Year's resolutions added again. You know, with the whole losing weight goals and the fitness goals. So if you live out in West Auckland, New Zealand, there should be no better way than to get your Happy New Year ass down to Waitamata Rugby Club and 96 Swanson Road, Henderson. Alright, check out their Facebook page or their website and join the Maximus family. Take advantage of their gym facilities, the boot camps, the weight loss challenges and the different max classes available to cater for all your body shaping needs, including the new box bar class they've started this year. So it's a boxing class, right? So it's like first 40 minutes, you're on the bags, then you move into 20 minutes of interactive boxing with partners, which will lead to some body sparring, gradually moving into full sparring as the weeks progress. You know, this criteria that applies also. So just inquire about that. It is a bit of an advanced class, but that's the beauty of Maximus Fitness. They cater for everybody and anybody at any level of their fitness. So they've got their qualified training staff to help you along your exercise journey. Shoutouts to Mani, Shala, Jordan, and Jeremy. And check out their website, www.maximusfitness.co.nz and Facebook page, Maximus Fitness West Auckland. <clears throat> okay, on the podcast today, we have myself, Cams, Eyes and Dan's on the mics. We're going to chat to a professional athlete on board the bus today. To talk about his rugby career. Growing up in Messi, playing school first 15, playing in the Mighty 10 Cup for North Harbour and the Tasman Marcos, and then contracted to play for Highlanders and Super Rugby. And now this year, he's playing for the Mighty Blues. This is our year, boys. Let's go, the Blues. And also being picked for the Monosamoa playing in last year's Rugby World Cup in Japan. Sorry, man, this was an awesome podcast with the Oso. You're going to hear a lot of little nuggets of inspiration, especially the trials and tribulations the man faced trying to maintain his health to stay in the professional game. Man, it's just his, um, his attitude and his strive to never give up, whatever the type of knockbacks he's gotten. Man, we love today, and I hope you guys love it too. Okay, without further ado, please welcome to your listening pleasure, Adoso, Messi Mafia's finest, Ray Nuiya. Appreciate you coming into our studio for a podcast. It's good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks for coming, bro. Um, so um, it's a uh, preseason for the Blues now, right now. Yep. You guys are uh, um, well into into training and that. Yeah. So, so how's that going? How's that going? It's good to be back um, after Christmas break. Um, we kind of started early uh, on the third of Jan. Mm. So um, 
I was a bit shocked to assist them after <laughs> some Christmas <laughs> ham. <and that. laughs> uh, nah, it was good, eh? Um, to come back a little bit early, so because I know that um, um, super starts mm. earlier than it usually does. So mm. I think it was good for the boys to round up uh, two days earlier than the other teams. So um, good to get some good results and testing. Mm. Um, it's been tough uh, last year with the preseason. I enjoyed it though. Um, uh, gets you out of your comfort zone. Uh, but it's also good to be back home in Auckland. Yeah. Uh, around family to help me out a bit. Yeah, that's uh, preseason is always tough, man. But you just got to grind it out. Because you were contracted to Highlanders last year, mm. last season. It was uh, for me. It was tough uh, uh, moving away from home. I knew some of the boys down there. But nah, not many. And I was uh, real shy because when I step into a new environment, I, I tend to stay in my box until I you know, sort of get that, um, that feeling that you're accepted into the group. Um, I think that um, like all us Islanders, we we do that, eh? We, we, we kind of just sit around until someone says, hey, come be a part of the group. Mm. Um, that was me down there. Um, kind of found my way um, around the boys and, uh, and uh, I was a good friend of Waisaki he took me in quite well and also Tavita Tavita Lee so I knew him from school and it was good to have him down there but it was tough for me and my family because we always stayed around um, family here in Auckland and especially for my wife she it was tough for her not knowing what to expect down there um, we stayed in uh, a small town called Mosgill Mm. Um, that was like 20 minutes away from town and um, they they call it the retirement village <laughs> and we stayed we stayed with uh, we surrounded with old people so I felt old <laughs> but um, it was tough yeah like, like I said it was tough man got through the season um, I was gutted because I only played one game for the Landers mm. and uh, there was a few things that I needed to work on which I accepted it was a good experience for me and my family. Yeah. Oh, sweet. So, um, so, so now you're back up in Auckland. You're contracted to the Blues now. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, our team. Yeah. Our team, oh, eh? Our team, eh? Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> just turn the guy's mic. Hey, where, where did this owl business come from? <laughs> you, you know how you're saying that, like, um, you're staying down in, um, in, in um, the meeting and that, and it was a big, like, uh, what kind of um, things did you learn personally from there? What, what, like, what stuff did you take from there, like, that you learned about yourself? Um, being on time. I think being eyes need to be We need to move down to, uh, to the retirement. Uh. <laughs> nah, um, man, um, budgeting, even though we didn't really pay for rent because uh, it was part of my contract sort of they look after us around that area but I think um, budgeting was a big thing for me and my wife uh, being a professional rugby player people think that you earn a lot um, but really you know it's just like every everyone else like you, know, you get your fair share of like um, struggle and that was a big thing for me and my wife was to um, be smart about our money um, not to go and eat out all the time my son was only just turning one so 
that, that must have been tough, eh? Like, going from Auckland where you've got a family network where you've got people yeah. that can come support. in. Support. And yeah, then it's just, support. you're stuck in the middle of yeah. the bottom of the South Island, Man. eh? Yeah. So, that was another big thing, was trying to juggle him and rugby at the same time. Because um, coming home from training is, um, you kind of just have to deload it <coughs> and not try and play work at home. Mm. Not try and um, bring that stress from work to um, especially with my wife being by herself um, and also trying to take some time out um, to play with your son um, especially when you're really tired and my son was good like that uh, he didn't really uh, being one you don't really yeah. you know but they they just want to play with you and even if it's just <laughs> lying down and throwing him up <laughs> you know there's little things you enjoy so I think um, a balance um, with my family and my career was a big thing that I learned heaps eh? So I think it's important to put work where work is when you come home. Just like, see, yeah. Nice. So, you know, when you were growing up, where you and you were from SEL? Yeah. So, um, the hoodie. you can tell us about um, your young days, like how you grew up oh, and all that. Um, so my mum and dad, they kind of split up when I was real young. So my mum took, uh, my sisters and, um, my dad took me and my brother. It was kind of rough growing up. And then um, dad sort of, um, he was a bit of a skak, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, he thought he was a skak, so. <laughs> uh, he met uh, my my mother um, here. Um, so they remarried and had kids. And we were here, yeah, we, we weren't uh, wealthy growing up. We were living on um, Dombak, uh, oh, yeah. Messi. Um, the, the top top end or yeah uh, top yeah. top of Dombak Hill yeah um yeah I loved uh, even though we didn't have much I still had my friends around me and uh, there's a road opposite where we stayed and it's called Eldon one of my mates stayed down there and yeah there was a lot of gangsters down there but there was also some guys that were really good at rugby and um, we always used to play uh, sh- uh, rugby on the streets and man they used to bully us hard out. <laughs> So we would team up with uh, us young guys used to team up and um, try and go up against those older guys and um, <laughs> good old days, eh? They, we always used to lose and end up crying. But um, <laughs> I think that's uh, the fun thing about it was um, always used to cry with your mates, not just <laughs> by yourself. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> so let's cry together. Let's cry together. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, so um, growing up, went to Dombak. Um, my older brother, he's two years older than me. I always used to look up to him because he was, um, you know, you have an older brother that's always the cool guy. He worked at a Civic Video just down down the hill in Swansea. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Michael? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he used to What there. section of Civic Video did you used to get? <laughs> <laughs> What section? And he used to come home with the new new movies. Uh, I used to take it to school. Like uh, I remember when You Got Served came out, um, and used to be on the tape. You know those tapes. He brought it home one time, and um, I snuck it into my bag to take it to school. <laughs> and um, so I turned up to school, and I was like, boys. I got us. I got, I got boys. And you used to pull up the 
uh, you know, the videotapes of the TV when he's the, yeah, on the sliding, yeah, yeah, uh, the yeah. Charlie A. So I used to bring it into the class at lunchtime. <laughs> come on, <laughs> boys, come on, boys. <laughs> I think, yeah, so having an older brother like that, uh, he had the perks he's, and having money too, so <laughs> lunch money. Sorry, did I go off topic there? No, man, no, 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 no that's good, man. Yeah. So did your brother um, play rugby as well? Um, yeah, yeah. So, okay. man, he was a good rugby player too, man. Um, he played halfback. Uh, I think he played seven at one stage. But he was a good halfback. Um, played for 15. And my dad was really hard on him. I remember um, watching one of his games. And he he didn't have a really good game. And driving home. And I was sitting at the back end. Oh, yep. <laughs> and my dad was... <laughs> This is when your dad's the real KG. <laughs> Driving home and um, our dad was asking him questions about his game. You know, if you think he knew it all because he was quite, he was first 15, yeah, first 15. Ah, I played all right, dad. And then he just saw his flying hand going to his head. <laughs> That's when I knew my dad was the real coach. He'd never argue back to the coach, bro. But my dad was quite hard on him, eh? Um, he was a good halfback. Um, but he just, yeah, just had his own path, so yeah. didn't yeah. really, you know. But um, I always wanted to be like him. And I, so my dad sort of just moved on from him to me and then, didn't think of like I think um, when I play first 15 I didn't think rugby was a big thing back in school I was just mm. like playing it because my mates played it like everyone else you know yeah. and then um, <clears throat> I think rugby started getting serious when I moved from fullback to hooker <laughs> oh oh the <laughs> 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 mad yeah so um, uh, under 15s uh, third form fourth form I was playing um, fullback centre and then um I think fifth form when I came back to school and there was first 15 trials and I rocked up and the coach was like hey bro what, what position do you play? And I was like oh fullback <laughs> he looked at me and was like nah mate you're playing hooker now you <laughs> 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 sit over there with the hookers eh? <laughs> too many pies over Christmas <laughs> so, so yeah uh, fifth and that was the turning point of your career <laughs> yeah, it was man um, how old were you then? Uh, f- 15 Wow, and I trialed for the um, um the first fifteen, and my coach then was Sean Gray. He kind of was like, "Oh yeah, you're hooker now, so go hard at it." And that took off. And then that year, I just I cracked the um, New Zealand Seventeens. Nice. Um, oh, nice. Who was who was nice. um who were the names and um who are the guys that have gone on? They were from that team. Ah, uh, bro, big name, eh? Yeah. Um, Sam Kane. Oh. Um, Stephen Lovatoa. Um, there was a few. Joe Tupe. Uh, he 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 was uh, around. Uh, played Maritain, and he's playing in Japan now. Oh, um, but yeah, there was a lot of um, boys from my age. And then I went to. <clears throat> anyways, I went from seventeens to didn't crack the New Zealand scores. And then there was a New Zealand twenties trial. I I went on from then school. And then there was a New Zealand 20 show. Man, there were some big names in there. Um, like uh, Charles Piotel, um Lima Sopoanga. Funny story about Lima. Um, <laughs> there was a trial, the last. Uh, so there was camp went on for about uh, three months. But you kind of just go down. You fly down to Palmerston North. And you have camp for like two weeks. <clears throat> and our our last trial, Lima, 
Ahura Zulima and Burden Burr, they kind of got caught into the room and everyone saw that because everyone was around that time. Um, he came out of the room like he was smiling and like, oh, what's, what's going on here? And the last trial, he didn't trial. And we're like, Sue, who are you going? He's like, oh, I'm going back home. And I think this is when he cracked the um, Har- uh, Highlanders. Where are you going? Oh, I'm going to go go back. Oh, all the boys are like, oh, you didn't make it. So like, now I'm going to got caught to go play for the Highlanders. Everyone's like, so, <laughs> <laughs> automatics, is it? <laughs> oh, yep, sweet then. How you go, bro? <laughs> so it was him and um, Bert and Barrett, they didn't have to try all that. Um, <laughs> their last try and everyone was so uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't make that to New Zealand 20s, but I still remember that. Every time I see him, I hit him up. Free trials. <laughs> but, you know, like... um. Those guys got it, you know, they, mm. if you're really good like that, he cracked it at a young age, him and um, Burton Barrett. They um, they played him out of 10, what, 18, 19. So guys like that, they didn't really have to trial for that kind of stuff. Eh? But um, kind of motivates us, um, especially Lima. <clears throat> he was, but he was real humble about it. didn't really, I wasn't boasting. Or, and he was, very, he was a skinny boy back then. Um, so... Just thinking about those days, I think I was real cut around, around the, um, that time when I didn't make the 20s. Um, I think I got asked to go play for tw- uh, some more 20s um, when I didn't make it. And I was, I didn't think about it, but I was just like, nah, I don't, I don't want to play rugby at the moment. I just want to kind of just get my head chilled for a bit. And then I think back, man, oh, man, I should have just went and played for... Because you play in the same competition, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, or well, back then, but now they've split it up. Yeah, they have a A division. And yeah, I was just... I was gutted I didn't go play for Samoa 20s when I when I had the opportunity. Were there any other guys that year that didn't make it that went to play for Samoa? Um, uh, Under 20s? Nah, not that I know of. Um, nah, but they there was guys that played... Um, for Samoa 20s the year before the year before they made New Zealand 20s because they, they can do that they can go from Samoa 20s to New Zealand 20s mm. uh, Lo- Steve Lotto yep. did that eh? yep. 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 yep there was a few of them there was Joe Tupe and Steven Lotto I remember when he played um, Samoa 20s when he was like 18, 19 I think they went to Aji or something eh? mm. so yeah it wasn't because I was like um I, w- I just wanted to <coughs> play for the All Blacks, you know? Yeah. yeah. Growing up in, your, in New Zealand, you, all you want to do is play for the Fern. And yeah, when I think of, I, I not regret it, but I just wish I just went and played for Samoa 20s when I had the opportunity. Mm. But yeah, there was a lot of big names that came out of there. Do you guys remember Francis Saili? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Peter, is it the one he had a brother as well? Yeah. Yeah, Peter. Uh, Peter. Peter. Peter yeah, he was the number eight or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah, so he was one of my close boys. Oh, yeah. Mm. Growing up, he was a big name. Well, there was a, one guy that didn't crack it that I thought, man, he should have. Uh, ben Lamb. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He he didn't crack 20s, but um, I soon found out, like, growing up, that you didn't really need to make those teams to crack it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's what I learned. <coughs> I look at Ben now, man. Mm. He's doing well. Yeah. Were you playing club during that time? Yeah. Yeah. Did you you yeah. play mafia or? Yep. Yeah. I played for mafia. Yeah. Yeah. I just went back and played for Messi. That's when I was just starting to play prems. I wasn't 
the guys that came straight out of school and went to the prims, I had to make them <laughs> to go to like, the like 21s. CPC and the <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> George and oh, Kenny, yeah, straight, yeah. straight straight to the prims. Straight prims. Yeah. Nah, it's prim. When I came out of school, I thought, man, I want to go straight to the prims. Mm. Played one prison game. Or, yeah. Better go back to the 21s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who was the who was the hooker that was uh, was in front of you at the uh, oh, at um, at the time? At club? Yeah, at club rugby as well. Man, there was this, um, I think it was Tuvaluan. His name is Hala. I don't know if you guys, man. Yeah, he was, um, he's, he's been around. I think he played what a matter. But, um, you know, he's one of those, um, guys that were quite big, but knew how to throw, knew how to scrum. Yeah. And that's all you need to do. Yeah, you just do your job and get picked, really. Can't be a mean ball run. Ball run and not know how to throw the ball. <laughs> yeah, hard up. Hey. Yeah, hard up. You gotta have all of those now, right? yeah. nowadays. Hard up. But yeah, it was this Hala and um one of the boys from school, Peter Now. He's in Australia now. But um, yeah, those are the guys that were playing hooker. What well, what makes um the Messi Mafia so um successful, bro? Because they've won quite a yeah. So the I was last, a, the last stretch yeah. of like maybe 10, 15 years they won. Yeah, yeah. they're like the Ponsonby of North Army. Really? <laughs> Would, th- would they be the point of view of uh, North Harbour? Mm. Uh, like there was a there was a time where we were kind of winning. Yeah. But I think the m- most uh, successful club was Takapuna. Okay. Yeah. 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 But um, I think you guys say that because we're like a islander. Yeah. Sort yeah. of. Because I know like a lot of boys yeah. from like um Ipa yeah. and all those yeah. guys. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was a stage because I. When I was sort of coming into prem level, um, there was a coach. His name was Simmons. Um, Sudi. Oh yeah, Sudi. Yeah. yeah. Um, he yeah. We <coughs> kind of started winning. It was 2013 was our first championship, but yeah, we went through the struggles. You know how some teams go through um, a building stage, and we went through that from oh, 2011 yeah. to 2012, and in 2013 we we kind of um, came together and. Um, and we started um, winning some games and we took out our first um, premiership, which was one of my biggest highlights because, nice. you know, that's my... Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then from 2013, we did well uh, the next year, but I don't think we won it that year. Well, we made it to the final. And then um, 15, we took it out again. And 16, I think, yeah, 16, so we won three. Mm-hmm. I won three with him. Um, yeah, man, those are the good old days, eh? Man. Mm-hmm. I used to um, love turning up to training, even though it was wet, cold, six <laughs> six o'clock at night. Um, I just loved doing it because it was with your boys, you know, mm. and especially with some of the boys you went to school with. Yeah. Um, and then just um, talking about um, cracking it, going on from club to mitre 10. And because I was in the frame with the North Harbour team that time, um, they, they were like, oh, man, you you got to keep going, doing what you're doing because you're going to crack it soon. And at the time, I didn't really believe in myself, but I was like doing what I love with my with my yeah. friends. Eh? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I, if it wasn't for my boys, I reckon I wouldn't be where I'm at. Yeah. And they really pushed me. And like um, Phil Twingamala, he's yeah. he's a cousin of mine. Yeah. Um, he was one of my, um, he was one of my coaches, you know. Yeah. Um, he, I reckon that guy will be a professional coach some someday. Yeah, he's really yeah. good at it. Eh? Some some people yeah. just yeah. have yeah. that about yeah. their mate. Mm. Straight you know? up, man. Yeah, 
he's doing well for himself. Um, I think he's going to finish up with rugby and just coach. But um, him, he was one of the boys I hung out at school and helped help me with my rugby. Um, uh, a Pew Pritchard. Yeah, oh, yeah. A Pew used to live next door to us. Hey, he used to live next door to us. Yeah, down, at, down in Ranui when he came and moved yeah. in with his cousin. Yeah. So that's how I know if, like I met Phil in there because he used to always have his mm. poker nights oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. garage where yeah, Pew yeah. was staying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, Pew was one of my yeah, boys yeah, in school yeah. and he's you know still one of my closest boys now. Is, is he still playing Uh, Like not, not, nah, not. Okay. Yeah, just sevens. Oh, okay. He, yeah, he went to Ferrari with Phil um, for that sevens competition over there. But I think he just plays like when Phil kind of mm. needs him. To, those two are really good coaches. Um, yeah, player coach. It's funny when Phil tries to coach you. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's your mate. <laughs> it's your mate coaching you. Yeah. <laughs> and you know he's right too. Yeah. <laughs> It's the hardest thing to accept. He plays halfback, eh? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he plays halfback. I think I've seen him play. He's pretty yeah. good too, yeah. Man, yeah, he's a good player, man. Yeah. Rated him back then, eh? Him and his brother, Nalua. Yeah, Nalua. Yeah. yeah. But is, is that the one playing league? Yeah. No? Yeah. Hitman, eh? Yeah, because my, uh, my friend coaches him over at North Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's a good player. Mm. That guy, man. Crack up dude too, eh? <laughs> that guy's all about team culture, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so after... um. After you finished training for under twenties New Zealand and then didn't get picked, then you moved on. You went back to club, played there, and then when was the next time you got you had the opportunity? Um, uh, two thousand and thirteen. Yeah, so I went back to club, and so you get two years at um academy. Um, if you don't really do go anywhere in academy, you kind of just um either you stick around the group. Or you just and they try and get, get back into the system. There's so, North Harbour's Academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was signed to the academy for two years, and after my two years, I kind of wasn't really going anywhere. Um, and then like 2013, I finished up on the academy 2011, and um, t- 2012 I was sort of playing alright. Um, not enough to kind of get noticed. But I still stuck around the group. And that's when um, Liam Barry was still coach. Oh, he just come into coaching because um, there was another guy there. Oh, it was Jeff Wilson that was coaching. Um, and um, Liam Barry was the coach then. And he always just told me that I'm not, I wasn't fit enough for um, Sole. But I was like 100 and usually a hooker now is like 109, 110, 100 <laughs> and, yeah, around the area. But I was like 101 and he was like, so you're not fit enough. I'm like, man. But he always just like ran us down the ground pre-season. So then 2013 happened when we took it out. Um, and I had an injury before they selected the team. I uh, did my ankle, I think. Was it for the for the final or for the um, for the squad for the year? The squad for the okay. year. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, yeah, he like called me into the office and I had my moon boot on and I and I thought man I, I probably won't get picked because I'm injured and um, he was like oh I seen you been working hard because I used to my trainer used to stay at a North Shore and I used to take some on my days off just to oh, can we do a head out so I drive out to North Shore 
and I'll, I'll just do um, like a like a cardio session with him. But no one knew that. Um, but I think he must have um, told the coach Liam Barry that I was doing like um, extra, sessions, extra, yeah, extras, yeah. And he he told me in my meeting he was like, oh, um, I heard you've been knocking on the door hard up. Um, the trainer's been telling his name was Dean. Like Dean's been telling me that you've been um, doing extras. And I was quite shocked that he said that to me. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I was trying to be humble. <laughs> like, nah, you said that. <laughs> Anyways, he was like, yeah, um, I want to contract you to North Harbour. Um, yeah, I was lost for words that, that day. I was, the first person I rang was my dad. Oh, nice. um, he's a, he was a bus driver back then. And he was at Messi High um, waiting for to pick up the kids oh. from school. And I drove, and I was like, oh, where were you? And he's like, he told me he was at school. <clears throat> and I drove to where he was, and I, st- I remember walking into his bus, and he sort of like, what is it? I know you want to tell you, tell me something. And I told him, and he like had that, you know, that proud face that you're there, but yeah. he doesn't really show doesn't it. Say, yeah, 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 doesn't, yeah, doesn't, doesn't say anything. Doesn't anything. Say anything. Yeah. So I told him, and the first thing he said was, a lot fale full up boy. A lot more about man. That's right. Oh, yep. So his first reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, just knew that he was keeping me humble. Um, you probably hopped off the bus and he closed the doors and he's <laughs> <laughs> driving around and <laughs> But yeah, he, and then I think he went and told my uncles because yeah. um, my uncles were like, come over and he's like, oh, congrats. And I was like, hey, when did you guys find out? But I knew it was my daddy. He's been those days. So, but nah, I think, um, yeah, from then, I thought I cracked it then, uh, make it into the North Harbour squad. But Maritina only goes for so long. I think it goes in for like three, four months. And if you don't crack it, you're back at work, man. Yeah. I think I mentioned it before. Yeah, so if you don't do, not well, but I mean like if you didn't get selected um, from there, if you didn't go overseas, or you, you're pretty much back to work, you know. Nine to five job, like everyone else. So back then I thought, man, I cracked it. <clears throat> and I used to work at this um, um, factory in uh, just off um, <coughs> opposite the trust stadium. We used to make uh, filters for pools and spas. Mm. So I worked there before I played on North Harbour. Um, so after Maritain, I didn't. I, I played Maritain for four years at North Harbour, and I didn't really go from Maritain to Super. So I was straight. Martin and then back to work, work. Mm-hmm. and I was like, man. And being a young kid, you, you crack it and you see all this money come through, and you're just like, yo, mm. boys, I got us, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I think, um, I think for advice to like the boys coming through is just put their money away. Like mm. rugby's not gonna last. Then mm. I think back back then when I first cracked it, man. I wish I just was smart about my money. But you go through those stages in life where you, where you learn. Yeah. Um. So, playing four years at Maritain, I didn't, like I said, like I didn't go anywhere. I was <coughs> Maritain, back to work. Mm. <clears throat> and then, man, this is when um, 
my last year at North Harbour, 2016. We won it. We won it that year. Um, and then at the end of that season, I remember going back to club, playing sevens. I, I played sevens and I was real unfit that time. I just went and played because a pew was like, Sully, come play for Glenfield sevens. There's a sevens tournament going on. So I went and played. And then um, there was an incident where I, I did my ACL. And um, man, that was it, man. I was just like, that's how my rugby career is done. I mean, did my ACL and then had a um, a scan. They told me, you're, you're going to have to get operation. And this is when, that was the last year of my um, contract. Oh, yeah. So I wasn't contract to anyone else. And I did that ACL. So I was like, man, I'm not... Um, Contract to anyone, so, so you're not covered. Not covered. Not covered. No. Sure. Lucky, um, ACC covered my injury, mm. my operation. So, I'd, um, me and my partner was gonna we we're going we're getting married in 2017. So I had a I had a um option to have my operation um before Christmas uh, 2016 end of 2016. Uh, the surgeon was like. Either do it in um, before Christmas or the following year, 2017. So I was like, stuff it. I'll just have the year off. Mm. I'll just do the operation and I'll just have a year off. And man, that was a year where I went through some um, dark times where I um, had my operation. I put on a lot of weight. I went from 116 to well, like 130 clicks. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I just didn't think about rugby that year. I did my operation and then like rehab, usually when you're contracted, you have a physio, a doctor that kind of looks after you for your rehab. My one was like self-motivate, like you got to yeah. self-motivate to go do yeah. your own rehab. Yeah. Solely. I had to go work. I had an option to go to the gym to do my rehab, work, and then gym, do you know, to get myself back into it. Uh, I was building that time. I moved from that factory to I wanted to do something after rugby. So I started building my apprenticeship and my knee wasn't right then. So I did that for the whole of 2017 and I put on a, f a fair bit of weight. And then um, I think the end of um, 2017, I think I was November, my agent at that time, he was like, do you still want to play rugby? And I was like, yeah, uh, there was a, a desire in me that I wanted to still Crack it out. Even though I was overweight, I wasn't motivated. There was something inside of me that was like, man, you, you still got the goods to keep going. So <clears throat> my agent was like, there's opportunity down in um, Tasman. There's a club in Picton, um, Waitoi. They're, they're looking for hookers. But also there's a spot for Tasman. They're looking for another hooker. So they signed. They already had uh, Andrew McAleel. He, he was signed down there and then they were looking for one more and um, my agent was like if you go down play so go down wasn't nah, no contract you got a trial mm. play club rugby so I went down and this is when my son was just born he, he was like two months and me and my wife was talking about it and um, she was like you know if it's if it's really inside of you to crack it in rugby oh. Give it a go. And I give you know, I give it up to my wife yeah, for man, saying that's that because awesome, that's awesome. You just got a newborn, yeah, and you're just yeah. you know Bro. that's yeah. I was yeah, I was I So this move was all all on you, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, pretty much. Not contracted. Nah. I think no, I had to drive to Wellington. 
yeah, ferry across to Picton. Sure. So the club, they cover the cost of petrol and ferry and stuff. But man, just going down, knowing like you're unfit, you know, that yeah. feeling. But I told, I promised my wife here, I was like, mm, I'm going to go down and I'm going to crack it for I say, hey, yeah. Good motivator, man. Yeah. So, your baby. yeah, it was tough, man, that uh, moving down. And because the, the guy I moved down to, he was my boss coach. So he was a builder. He owned a company. Oh, nice. <clears throat> and so he gave me work. So I was building and, and I was going to the, so they, they like, um, got me into the Tasman Academy. They call it the H, HP group or something. The original HP boys. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Turned up and they all had mullets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all these mullets. <laughs> 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 yeah. But um, you're turning up not knowing what was going to happen. Anyway, oh, man. So I played uh, club rugby down in, this is 2018, played club rugby down in, um, Picked in Blenheim. It was different, man. Um, club rugby from there to, to here. Yeah, yeah Auckland, man. Sharks. Um, you know, there's a lot of flair up here. Down there, they're just grinders, man. They just love the love the grind. And club rugby down there was all right. Um, do, you, do you think it helped your game? Like coming from like the flair up here yeah. and you're going down to a place where it's just all grind. Did, yeah. the, did, yeah. did you have to alter your game to it? Or? Nah, oh, I, I kind of just played my game. Yeah. And they were like, wow, this guy's actually got some skills for a big guy. <laughs> um, did, did your injury have any effect going down? Yeah. Because um, the ACL is a big injury. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, after get over it, there's the, the mental side of it as well? Yeah. Like, I was um pretty confident in my rehab that I did throughout um 2017, where I had that, you know, when I was going through that dark time. I still went and did my rehab. Um, and I kind of just had that confidence that, um, but like, not playing confidence so I think I, I remember that the first time I stepped onto the field um, after doing my ACL it was a yep. a year um, that I did um, it was uh, my surgery so it was March the 10th I did my surgery and then the next year it was my first game back so I was there it was um, it was buzzy when I stepped onto the field but I didn't um, they strapped it but I didn't feel like I needed to like yep. I, I ripped the strapping off um, I think like 10 minutes into the game I was just like I'm not feeling the strapping so I ripped it off and I just didn't think about it and then from there it was just confidence going into the game you just gotta if you think about it hey, you're gonna get injured yeah, man so, right. so um, I just had confidence in, in my rehab that I did and um, and also just being a little bit fitter than I was um, dropping the weight too so uh, thank god that um, my knee came through that year yeah that year was uh, that's where my rugby career sort of took off was um play club rugby and then have the opportunity to play tasman um leo mcdonald was the coach then um for tasman um i remember when i got caught into the into the group it was um it was a trial week two so you have two weeks of trial and um i had to move to nelson so my family already moved down from Auckland to Picton and I had to go to Nelson um, unpaid so you so had to go I had to go and I wasn't really getting paid from them so I remember when we played it was an internal trial um, against each other and there was a lot of stuff that happened that year I got concussed that year it was a big concussion too um, I got my appendix taken out shit um, yeah was this in club during club yeah yeah, yeah. so 2000 yeah this was 2018 where I kind of had um 
my appendix thing out, bro. It was that. Um, I was doing good too. Like I was losing all this weight, doing good in club rugby, and then all of a sudden, I had to take. Oh uh, yeah, I got real sicky, and then went to the hospital, and they're like, "Man, we have to take your appendix out." They were so close to bursting. Ooh. Um, um, yeah. So these are the little stories hidden behind. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so people think, man, this guy's doing yeah, well, but man, it was it was a tough time. Yeah. Um, and um, I'm. I couldn't play rugby for like three, four weeks after that. And then <clears throat> on top of that, I had a concussion. So I was going through, I had um, a recovery time when I got concussed. And then that happened. So it put me out even more. And I was, and I thought, man. So the concussion happened first? Yep. In the final. And how much, um, how, how, what's the process there? How long does it take uh, you to, so if we get okay? They go, you go through a test. Um, usually it takes about three weeks. Yeah, um, that's standard. Eight. Right. Yeah, 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 three weeks is standard. But if you don't pass your test, obviously mm. you just wait a longer. But I was out for like a good four weeks, right. and then yeah, the and appendix the things happened on top of that, and then I was out for like eight weeks, and I was close to picking the Tasman team that time. Oh. And um, Leon was good, man. He kept me uh, he kept me in the loop, even though I was injured. He still told me to come into some the Tasman training. Then there was a two week trial. I still hadn't played any rugby that time and there was that two week trial and I was just coming right <clears throat> and then he was like I need you to, I need you to come to Nelson um, and it was unpaid so I was like talking to my wife and she was like nah just go just do it you know and then there was that internal trial um, with the boys and after the internal trial I remember he was like coming he came up to me and he was like I need you to see I need, I need to see you in the morning but he had a serious face you know I was like oh man tell me so, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I need you to see you <laughs> see you in the morning um, up in my office, <laughs> so I was like, I didn't go. Eh? I don't. Oh, yeah, now I went, I went in the morning, and I was downstairs, and the office was upstairs. And he came downstairs, and he's like, I, thought, I need, I needed to see you this morning. Um, go upstairs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you ready for your yeah. calling? Yeah. Was it? You had face on. Was it because you were expecting the worst? Was yeah. that it? Was it yeah. just out of fear or? Yeah, uh, I was scared. I, yeah. I thought he was gonna tell me, man. Sorry, you're going mm. back home, <laughs> but it was good news. He he was pretty impressed of um, my work during the year, and um, he just said, "Yeah, we're gonna contract you eh, um, to Tasman," nice. and it was a relief. Eh? Yeah, uh, I texted my wife, and she was. I was like, "Man, it was a, it was a sacrifice." Yeah, but it paid off. It paid yeah, off. Exactly. Yeah, man. You know that feeling, eh, when you yeah, give everything up yeah. at home, yeah. coming down, taking yeah. a risk, eh? Yeah, yeah surely. And your uh, wife. Uh, so when that happened, um, yeah, I was just grateful, man, to get the opportunity. And I just took it with two hands. Then. It was nice. another year, might have 10, where I was blessed. So I just went hard that year. I just didn't take anything for granted. Did you tell your dad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell you to hurry up and come home and pull the again. <laughs> Bro, he was he first, yeah, he was, he was stoked yeah, to yeah, see yeah, me back in the mix stoked. again. Eh? Um, and just the support. Back home too. Yeah. Um, all the boys. I, all the boys were like, man, knew you would crack it again. Eh? But, you know, when when you are in those dark times, mm. you got to find it, man. You got to find it inside of you. Um, especially if it's still inside of you to, to crack it or whatever you, you want to do in life. Man, you just got to dig deep. I reckon just uh, hard work. That's the work that you got to put in. Eh? If, if it wasn't for the, the, the work that I put in, I reckon I wouldn't have been here. Mm. Nice, man. <clears throat> and then yeah 
then just kicked off from there. Tasman to Manu, um, Steve Jackson. He was my coach at North Harbour at the time um, when I was at North Harbour. Um, and he gave me a call uh, towards the end of um, my return season. And I was, he was like, oh, I'm coaching the Manu Samo. And I was like, Wow, Siki, that's, that's me, G. Look at those He was like, uh, um, I was wondering if you're available for the Inieto that was, um, that was happening after my team. So he hadn't selected the team at the time, but he was just like, um, if you're available, I could uh, put you put you down for one of the boys to go. So I was like, Sully, yeah, man, that's me. I'm king. I talked to my wife about it. She's like, do it, man. This is, it's all happening now, eh? Yeah. Um, it's all coming through. All your hard work. So I was, yeah, I told him I was, um, available to get, be in the selection. And yeah, he, he just, I think it was, uh, a couple of weeks later, he was like, oh, yeah. He, uh, you're coming to the end of the year tour. I was, I was like, oh, buzzy. I was buzzing out, eh? Um, didn't have any desire when I was young to play for the Manu, to be honest. Mm. Um, then that happened. I was just like, no regrets, man. Mm. Love the team, eh? Good experience going in the year two. I think we played Georgia, Spain, and USA. I kept my first cap was against USA. Where was where was that game played? Was Spain. Yeah. I remember we played in Spain. Yeah. Um, that was the qualifying round, the, was it? Yeah, for uh, the World Cup? No, nah, they, they, quali- they qualified the, in... June that year mm, okay. um, but yeah there was a qualifying year they had to qualify against um, I think it was Georgia mm. so all so all, of, all of your teams were all going to play all your games so against USA and all that was it all going to be played in Spain nah it was, so we played um, USA in Spain yeah, yeah. And then we traveled to Georgia to play Georgia. Yeah. Man that was a rough trip eh? yeah. to go into Georgia man oh it's really all scary eh? just walking you can't walk the streets by yourself man but oh. everyone's no offense to um, anyone, but yeah, it was quite scary over there. Eh? Yeah, um, everyone was just angry. It looked angry around there. Eh? <laughs> it's like a, it's a dangerous country. Eh? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. But when we played um, the Georgia team there, everything was quite fenced off. And like kind of sounds like uh, Bruce McLaren. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand those Georgian players. They always look angry. Eh? <laughs> sounds like Ranui yeah. there. Uh, other side of Ranui. <laughs> uh, even though you're having a good conversation they're always like yeah no it's a good game eh <laughs> oh, no, when you Bro. see their face they're just like <laughs> yeah but um that was a mean trip I enjoyed that one mm. um USA played against USA didn't play against Georgia but I, get, I played against Spain that was a mean game against Spain <laughs> funny that game was crack up because Spain just kept falling like flies, man. There's dramatic dudes, eh? Uh, <laughs> trying to bring the football. Sorely. Uh, hard out, man. Hollywood. They, honestly, they ran out of subs, man. Oh, really? Yeah, everyone was dropping. Yeah. All the boys were like, these guys are dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is funny, though. Good crowd. Good crowd. Mm. Was that your first ever, like, uh, tour with, uh, with a team? Yep. That was my first toy. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. So I was a freshie on the bus. Um, mm. You get picked on. Yeah. Uh, you have the old heads, Jack Lamb, uh, Tussi. They don't pick on you. They just, you know, you got to, you know, when you're young, you know your role. Yeah. 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 Mm. So you work your way up. But um, yeah, it was funny. The, the bus trips are funny for the Manui. Yeah. <laughs> if only we can record them. <laughs> but um, uh, good, good culture, you know. Yeah. We might not get the results that we have on the field, but 
the spirit and the team, man, it's theory, it's building. I just think we just need a consistent, co- uh, not coaching, but just the same groups, you know? Like, yeah. yeah, so the players and, are all the same. And and a lot of games, gel. eh? Like, yeah, yeah, I reckon, eh? Just yeah, but a, more games. Yeah, yeah, yeah more games. a lot more games. Um, spending more time together. Because, man, when, the, when we're preparing for World Cup, we only just got together um, a month, two months. Yeah, mm. and you think about the <coughs> tier one teams, man. They've been together Cut for out. yeah ages, you know. Camps yeah. every year, or like every sort of two months. Or yeah. I have some some of the boys in the ABs, and they go to camp um, every sort of three two months. They get together quite often, so you know they got that um that vibe on the team. Like they know each other, but you know us still um, just come together. Just come together, and we. Some players play in the UK, yeah. some overseas, yeah. and we just don't know how each other play, you know? Yeah, I know. We've discussed this one of Samuel's situation yeah, before have. on the podcast, yeah, how half the guys play overseas, or nearly all of them do, well. yeah. like in the UK. Yep. Some guys mm. play in New Zealand, maybe yep. you got only one guy in Samuel. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it's hard for everyone to cut the contracts or come have negotiate to come yep. and play together to stay like that. I don't, man. Like, out of your experience, out of your and what you think you think about that, like how, how do you feel um, the solution is? I think it's um, I think world rugby should step step up. Yeah, because um, we can only do so much with like finance and like we don't have much money to organize camps and. But I think it's uh, they should uh, help us out a little bit. Eh? World rugby should <coughs> I know, so put some sort of funding into it. Um, we can only raise so much money. Um, to hold camps, but also just being um, the same sort of coaching staff, the um, their sort of what they want out of the team, um, keeping the same group together is I think it's important because you have um, s- the same sort of guys like Jack Lamb and Tussie sticking around, but then there's also uh, quite a few new guys coming in, mm. and then like you know it changes up. So, I think World Rugby should help out heaps. Um, and then just having the same coaching staff would help too because, you know, they have that um, one goal that they want to achieve. Yeah. And also just um, rubbing it onto the boys, on, onto the team too. I think we had a good group going into World Cup. But just, yeah, time, eh? Time. We need time. Yeah. yeah. Time together is a big thing. So, now we come to the Rugby World Cup. How, how, how? How long was that that campaign? So, literally leaving your family yeah. and then actually coming back to New back Zealand. What's the, what's the length there? So, we started camp in um, July. Uh, I remember coming up from Dunedin because um, my contract was only uh, one year with the Highlanders. So, I pretty much had to move everything up from Dunedin. And then camp was July the 14th, I remember, I think. Um, then we were in camp from then to all the way to World Cup, which was in July, August, September. Yeah, for so two months into camp, <clears throat> and um, we had camp before PNC. So there was we had a PNC comp before World Cup, and um, from July to September, I was away from family, and that was quite tough. Eh? Especially uh, my boy just. He was getting into the Ulavala stage, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was it was good because um, my my wife was back at home with family to help her out. But 
yeah, camp was in Howden, North Shore for us. And then we went to PNC, which was held in Samoa. I remember playing a game against Tonga. I don't know if you guys heard about that game, but we played it at Peel Park. And oh, yeah. It was raining, eh? Yeah. It was raining. It was muddy. Yeah, yeah. muddy is. Yeah, so we played that game. Um, and then, like, John Campbell was around the time, too. He was doing a documentary on us. And we played Tonga and Samoa. Um, and then we went to Fiji and we played um, Fiji and Japan, I think, for PNC. And then after PNC, we were straight come back into camp again because we had World Cup coming up. So another few weeks in camp and then it was the Australia game, the pre-game before World Cup. So we went to Australia, spent a week in Australia, played the Australia game. That was a test I always remember too because I got the starting spot there. Uh, Motu was injured, I think, and um, I got the starting spot. And, man, it was buzzy because I was I'm I'm always a bench player, and um, just going into that game, I didn't know what to kind of prepare for because I was um starting, and I was like, man, it was my routines changed? Yeah. Um, that game that was sort of like your breakout game. That yeah, yeah, against, um, yeah, man, it's uh, Russia. Yeah, yeah. Bit of a, yeah. you were running around the park. <laughs> bit of a no look pass to Ed. You know, trying, uh, like rugby assist, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that that play, um, <laughs> practicing it at training. <laughs> I just never passed the boy, but that one time I passed it, pulled it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, everyone's. My boy's back at home, like, shut up, yeah, dude. <laughs> you didn't pass the ball, eh? <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was a game to remember, eh? Um, Russia, they were tough, man. Uh, I got onto the field and there was only 13 players because uh, Ray got Simbin, <coughs> oh, yeah, and then Moto got Simbin, yeah. and then yeah, I, I went, man, I was sitting on the bench, I was nervous, man. I was. I couldn't shake it off, eh? Like, yeah. sitting on the bench, man, I was just like, oh, man, I'm, I'm at World Cup, you know? Big stage. I couldn't shake it off. I, I, even when I was warming up for um, to, to get on, I couldn't shake it off. But as soon as I ran into the field, um, it all went away. And I just had to, <coughs> I knew I had to <coughs> not step up, but, like, bring some sort of energy to the boys because, you know, they were a bit, um, bit flat. A bit flat because we got two boys sent off. Yeah. And I had to, and I and I was going on, and it was a scrum, and I had to. Oh man, I was looking into the boys' eyes, and I was just like, "Sorry, this is us boys, eh? We gotta, you know, bring it, bring it now." And then yeah, that game, because we played with, I think one got red cutted. I think it was Ray or Motu got red cutted, so we played with fourteen players. I think, yeah. Um, and then going, yeah, played that game, thirty-four nine. Yeah, we kept them scoreless, eh? They just got penalties. And then just, yeah, after that game, we were just talking about it, man. Like, man, we just, we played really well um, mm-hmm. with 14 players. Yeah. So. Second half, you guys yeah. just ripped it, man. Was there um, a bit of motiv- motiv- motivation from the coach at, um, you know, halftime? Because, you know, you guys came back. Uh, you guys played different in, in yeah, the second, second half, half eh? You guys, man, that was this Manu Samu team, I remember, you know? Yeah. With the way you guys played. Um. Yeah, Jacko is always a um, sort of a motiv- motivational 
coach really kind of just tells us to go hard. He mm-hmm. doesn't care about the result. He just wants us to go hard. Yeah, um, the boys come out hissing the second half. Uh, yeah, just th- thinking about it, going into the second half, uh, Jack was just like, Jack Lamb never really swears when he talks. You know he's angry when he starts swearing. So, um, yeah, when he started talking, that boys knew he had to bring it. Mm. And then we just come out hissing that game, um, the end of that game. And it was um, just good to see you. Um, and then... <laughs> Finding out the next game that two of our players are suspended for the rest of the yeah. stuff was, games, eh? This stuff was stupid, yeah. eh? Like you have oh, to admit, like you know, we because we, we we were doing our own um, World Cup stuff, yeah, and we were just always oh, bro, we just eco all the time because yeah, it, it just had, it yeah. felt like it felt like um, the tier two nations were getting picked on, yeah. And the That's tier what one it looked like eh? the tier one teams we were able to get away with murder, yeah, yeah. But you know, one little tap on the collar and they 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 um suspended our guys for two games. <coughs> yeah, there was a ref that came into camp before World Cup. He he actually said to us like, "You guys better like you guys got to watch where you tackle because they're gonna be real hard on it." Mm. And we didn't think you know like hitting them on the chest it was a, yeah. gonna be a yellow yeah. card or yeah, but they were real hard on the day. Um, and we were we felt like we were getting picked on. Yeah. And we we couldn't play our game, you know. Like that's yeah. us, man. Like yeah, that's how we play. That's yeah. the way you've always been playing. Yeah, hey. and then hard hits. Yeah, you know? that's right. But yeah, we were we were just we couldn't play our game. We couldn't be ourselves, express ourselves. You know, after that happened, like you had that game against Russia, and all those cards were coming out. Uh, you mentioned the the ref came before and told you guys. Yeah, and then it happened in the game. <laughs> how was? And then after, for the next game, what was your were you guys? Um, Approach to the next game when you knew, okay, this is how they're going to play it now. What are we going to do? I think um, going into the Scotland game, we were, there was a lot of emotion into the, in, in the group, losing two of our good players. But we, we talked about being um, smart around our tackles. But don't go away from being tough, you know, um, hitting yeah. hard. Yeah. That's what our coach said, you know, like be smart, but don't shy away from hitting someone. Uh. And yeah, going into that game, I think we got penalised a few times, uh, eh? Heaps. Heaps, heaps hey. times, yeah. And, yeah, we, we just didn't know, like, what was a hit anymore to yeah. us. How do you play? Yeah, how like, do you play? Solid. And then, yeah. I, I remember one of the, TJ, he, like, tackled someone, but it was quite, it was really low. Yeah. It was almost like a grass cut, and he got penalised for that. Yeah. It wasn't a yellow cut or anything, but he just got told. It's like, you can't, so how do you, and then we were like, how do you tackle with too high, too low. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, we we went into that game. We were just, like, a lot of emotion. Um, We wanted to prove our point. But I think there was too much emotion to to, to bring out the results because the boys were just, they just wanted to fussy hockey someone. (laughs) You guys also lost that, um, I forgot his name, the number eight in the Russian game. Yeah. He was good, man. eh? He was another good good player. There was another... um, See, that was another thing that um, brought into the team was like, how come he didn't get yellow carded for yeah, that? Yeah, hard yeah. out. Because uh, yeah. two of our players got yellow carded, but when he got hit like that, or well, he got head high, Nothing and he kept, got injured, yeah, yeah, it ruled him out for the World Cup. Was yeah. that the one where he was going to score the try? Yeah, he scored, he scored, scored, he scored, scored that try. He got injured so, and yeah. he squished yeah. out. Yeah. And they didn't, They they he was sighted, but... Nothing was done. Hey. Nah, he was playing the next game pretty much. 
and all the boys were man they were eco man they were just telling telling our, our coaches was like angry too and then yeah emotions were everywhere that gave me yeah but so, so, any, so much you can do so yeah so you guys pretty much lost like three yep Three key so, players. Yeah, though, three know? three key players, yeah. Alpha, poor dude, man. Yeah, man, I he, felt sorry for yeah. him, man. And he's such a good player too, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, he was one of our key players. And when that happened, we were so gutted for him because, like, how many World Cups are you going to play in your That's life? Yeah, you know? But he, he had that guy, man. He was humble about it. He just told us to keep doing what we're doing and didn't want us to focus on what he was going through. Yeah, it was quite hard on him, man. Whereabouts in um so whereabouts in Japan uh, were you guys based? Oh, because we, we we were traveling a bit. Eh? Yep, we had to move from city to city, mainly bus. So we had some crazy bus rides, like six <laughs> hours. Yeah, we when we first went to Japan, we had a a week. We we had to kind of prepare. Everyone has a week. We um you prepare and you just kind of get used to the the climate over there. And um, we were based in Iwaki. I remember Iwaki and and a small town they wanted us to go there um, first because um, there was a tsunami that happened there and um, the first country they sort of helped was Samoa yeah. they they yeah they donated some money or something Damn. they helped out so they wanted to host us when we first went to Japan so we went there and showed some love to them and they were wow, they were real good uh, Japan awesome. people man they were, they were real um, respectful yeah and sufficient over there, the the things they do is real on clean. time. On time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they yeah. I can't speak highly of um of Japan. They just onto it. Eh? Oh. Yeah, everything they do, man. They're onto it. their food. Oh, sick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dangerous, but man, it's good. Eh? What was your favorite food though? <laughs> there's this, um I can't remember what it's called. I forgot. But there's a barbecue. They bring out raw meat, and uh, we just did the barbecue, and the Alisa was on top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was sicky food over there, man. The boys enjoyed it. But we went from city to city. Eh? Yeah. One of my favorite cities that we went to was Kobe. Yeah. Sicky uh, Island. Uh, we, we stayed in a massive island there, but, you know, Japan, when when they do something, they do it big, eh? Mm-hmm. And just everything around was, was, yeah, uh, bro. You have to go there one day to sort of experience it. Mm. But yeah, I love love Japan, man. I wouldn't mind playing some rugby over there if I have the opportunity. Mm. Uh, in, were any of the um um Manu players from Japan? Uh, were they did they have any contracts over there? Tusi, Tusi. Oh, okay. Oh, so yeah. he played a fair bit in Japan. He he was like ten years. Yeah. 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 So his Japanese is on point. Yeah, yeah, he knew how to speak Chinese. Yeah. Um, you know, you get the old, um, thank you. Um, you know, you say the basics. Uh, mm. If you don't know the language, yeah. you sort of get to, um, you kind of abuse it too much. Every time we went out to eat here, we would always leave it to him. Oh, yeah. nice. To, um, nice. But yeah, there's another player that everyone thinks to see going to the same school as him I always looked up to the PC brothers yeah um, especially Ken but Tusi is a good guy man you mm. know outside of rugby people don't see that and yeah he's 
he's just one of those guys where he's a real professional and mm. um, what he does. Um, I learned a lot, a lot of him. I hung out with him and um, Jack. And yeah, those two are funny dudes, but when it's crunch time, man, yeah, they know, they know what's, mm-hmm. what's the go. Talking about uh, professionalism and, um, and Tusi, like, you know, I've, I read social media and all that, and he yeah, got a lot of criticism. Yeah. He got a lot of criticism yeah. from his, his gameplay and stuff. And um, how do, as a professional, how do you how do you deal with that? Like, yeah, so like mentally, um, do you, do you have to like just turn off at criticism, or do you have to build up? Do you have to like like psych yourself up for yeah. stuff like that? Or I remember um, after the first game we played, um, Tusi was getting back for I don't know what reason. But we went to recovery together that morning, the next morning. And he just seemed, I thought it would have affected him. It was kind of awkward because I didn't want to hit him up. Like, mm. But he was just being him. Yeah. And I was like, and I eventually I was just like, how do you deal with all this? And he's like, to me, that's white noisy. Yeah. So, like, this is the quote of the podcast nice. right there, bro. Nice. <laughs> Shout out the haters, yeah. man. He just, the the worst thing you can do is go on social media and mm. read into it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He just doesn't go on. Yeah. He doesn't click on anything that begs uh, begs him. And he's just like, anything I hear about that, it's white noise, uh, that doesn't affect me. Mm. I'm just here to do me and um, set an example for his son. And he's and he's a real professional at that. Um, something I learned mm. um, off him was... If you ever get some sort of <clears throat> media coming at you like that, you just don't read into it. You just mm. simple because mentally it will drain. It will drain you. It will stuff off your mind. Yeah. You know, someone talking about you, man. You don't want to go into social media yeah. and read about what other people are talking about because really you're the one that's in um, the position where you can kind of control it. Um, you can make the change. And for him to turn up that morning, act normal, mm. and be the same I'm like Sully this guy like aren't you hurt or you know and I asked him man are you alright yeah I'm sweet how do you block it off nah man I've been around too long yeah, yeah. you know so this this stuff then doesn't bother me I just do me I do it for my family and then there was just one photo of him and his son walking out of the changing room mm-hmm. that changed the game eh? you know and people started realising that that's a superhero. That's his mm. son. That's his mm. future. He's doing it for him. <clears throat> so, yeah, just don't, don't, re- don't. For me, just don't read it. If you have a bad game, everyone has a day. Eh? Just don't yeah. read into it. This yeah. is all keyboard warriors. Uh, yeah. uh, there's a guys not playing. If you see them on the streets, just tell them to run a street. <laughs> 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 I think it's important for especially the 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 young guys coming through. Yeah. Um there will be some time where you get some sort of adversity. But you just gotta do you, do what's mm. best for you are, then read into it. I don't good good examples that that Sean Johnson, eh? He's a good example of that. They really got to him, eh? Yeah. Just, you could see it in his play, gameplay, yeah. and he just went shit from then on. Yeah. Because he keeps reading into it, you know? Yeah. And he just always, like, read into the media. Yeah. But I agree with uh, what um what Tussie's like, you know? Just don't even, like, click on the media. Don't even, like, get, yeah. get, in, get into that stuff, eh? Yeah. Just, 
Got a good head on him, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, he's like 35, 36. He was the oldest. Was he, he was the oldest. Yeah, the old t- 36, eh? He was 36. Yeah. I think he's 36. Oh, yeah. 37. Surely. Oh, yeah. And he's still going strong, like, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and that just comes down to professionalism, like how you look after your body. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's like... Um, my nono was one of like I haven't played or, um, but just hearing the guys around him, he's just like real professional. Like mm. <laughs> doesn't ingle, um, doesn't his diets onto it, mm. um, stretches. Like I remember going into my meeting <clears throat> with um Leon and he was telling me like the the his routine that he mm. comes in early. Uh, he just stretches every morning, but this. Some things that the young guys will realize, like, very look after your body, or look mm. after you. But you see, that's why he's playing some good rugby. Eh? <coughs> you know, I'm just thinking, like, I can imagine, like, if you're like a rugby player, and um, they come, there probably come a time when you know that to be true professional, you gotta like make up your mind. You gotta yeah. say to yourself, okay, I'm gonna, this is a job. I gotta look after my body. Gotta go to work. Gotta be healthy. Gotta play the game. Yeah, and that's it. Yep. Just do my job on the field, and that's it mm. for the year. And then next year, and then however long my body can handle it, just yeah. look after my body so I can, yeah. you know, just carry on until I can't play anymore. Yeah, because that is your livelihood. That is your job. Yeah, I think once you're in that state of mind, that they'll help me. Like they'll. Yeah, I think it took me a while to get into that state of mind, where um, what goes into your body will help you, mm. and. I wasn't really good at eating or but I got you you gotta look after your your diet and that's a big thing for us rugby players is, is diet um, that's tough for the islanders eh especially being at home going at ease and stuff man you guys gotta but it's also good to share to your family your goals and your mm. like um like what you're trying to achieve something and and then they know you know but my dad's like, um, he's funny. He's funny around my diet. He's telling me not to eat too much. And, and if I play, like if I if I look tired on the field, he, that's the, always the first thing he goes to is, Solly, you probably ate too much the night before. Eh? What did you eat? Like, you know? But yeah, the, he knows, he knows what, what I should eat and what should not. But at the end of the day, it comes down to preparation. Um, if you prepare yourself for the week, we're cut, we're, we're pretty fortunate at the blues where <clears throat> we we get lunch and um breakfast so there's a there's a cafe there and um we just have breakfast there and lunch so they sort of get supply the the good meals but it's when you're tired and you come home and um uh, mumsy's a bit tired too from looking after the sun and you kind of have to cook your own meals or um it's you can't really you know shortcut that because you'll you see it the next day yeah. Mm. yeah but it's a big thing for um our, our trainer our trainer always tests our skin folds and and our weight so he keeps an eye on that and if you're a bit overweight um you, you got to spend the 30 minutes on the on the bike or you got to do the extras eh? yeah and so uh, obviously i'm in the fat boys crew <laughs> <laughs> you just got to do after you eat dinner you, you just do a 30 minute on the bike or something yeah, I saw you guys went up north for training camp, like at the at the beach. I saw you guys running yeah along the beach. Where, where was that? Oh, uh, it was um 
just past um jury. Oh yeah. Yeah. So oh, wasn't that north? Nah, nah. Was that Jury. Yeah. South, yeah. yeah. Just past Pukki, I think. Yeah. It was like uh hour and a half away. Yeah. Bars. Yeah, and that was a chance to get everyone yeah. new and the team to meet yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. So, are uh, there's any a uh, few new guys mm. in the team? But yeah, it was good. It was, uh, man, that camp was awesome, man. Um, how many? Got, how many nights? Three. Yeah, yeah, three. Got to know the boys more. Uh yeah, it was it was a buzzy camp. Hard work put into mm. it, but we sort of came up um with our sort of what we wanted to achieve through the year. Um, that's what camp's all about, eh? Um. Camps about bringing the boys together. Team bonding. Yeah, team bonding. Yeah. Uh, uh, it wasn't more, like, it wasn't much of like rugby. Mm. There was no rugby ball involved. It was just yeah, camp, bring the boys together and getting to know each other more on a social level. Yeah. Mm. I saw you guys had the meeting. I saw uh, Doug Howlett there talking to you guys. Yeah. Is he oh, part that of was, the, that was cool. He's, he's back mean. being the coach. Is he one of the nah, nah, he, coaches? Uh, he runs a business. Um, uh, I think he does uh, like a team bonding sort of business that goes, I oh, can't okay. remember what it's called but yeah he helped us out with that and um, I didn't realise he he retired in 2012 I think he, mm. 2013 bro it was quite a while I thought he was still playing but yeah he retired like ages ago when I first started playing rugby too so when he told us I was like surely this guy still looks like he plays yeah. <laughs> but he yeah he, he lived in um, Ireland for ages yeah because he played for Munster yeah Munster yeah yeah, man, yeah, he, he's he's doing well with his business too. Mm. But it was buzzy that he was there, eh? just seeing seeing him on a sort of different level. It was good to talk to, you, like he was chilled, eh? like mm. um, you know, seeing a superstar when you're young, eh? like you know, oh, wow, that's Dougie Howard, man. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, he was real down to earth, like it was good success. But then we had that the last day of preseason where we had that game, and he came and played. The rugby X. Did you guys see that? Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Oh, what, was it? That was that, the was different way. Oh, what is that? Is that the internal? They made a different new game, eh? Yeah. Oh, how, how they, do you play they, that? They play, they play it in um, overseas. Oh. Um, uh, there was a the competition they played. So it was a five on five. Mm. And you go for 10 minutes straight, like no breaks. So you just, one game was 10 minutes. And you just go hard for 10 minutes, yeah. So we, we tried that out. That's just within the team, mate. Eh? Yeah, yeah, internally. Yeah, yeah. I so saw we, the teams. Yeah, we split who's, up. Who's in your team? Oh, I was in the injured crew. So. Oh, true. Yeah. Oh. So, so, who did you have to carry? Was like, <laughs> my team. No, yeah. team. Oh, no. <laughs> I was, um, saw the oldies crew. Like yeah. That. yeah. Who else so was, Umanga, in Umanga was in there? Oh, yeah. And Tana was there? Yeah, Tana was in yeah. there. It was Tana, Leon, yeah. um, Dan, Halangahu, um, Dougie. Um, there was a few of the Ponsabi players that came. Man. Yeah. But yeah, that was cool. Because um, they were supposed to play with us, the, they were supposed to jump in our, our team, the injured crew. But then they decided to make an all star team. So yeah, they didn't they didn't do tackle was just touch, like yeah. But it was cool to see the old boys running around. Eh? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was um that was just uh I know just to finish off preseason well was just like a game yeah. against each other and it was 5 on 5 and you saw some Razzley plays out there which was really cool was it full field? nah it was, it was like a touch field oh okay yeah yeah so if it was full field oh my hard out I was going to say Surely. worse than 7 <laughs> <laughs> boys will be blowing nah but it was a touch field and some boys were going hardy that's cool mm. yeah if you look it up it's called um, Rugby X yeah some I think they played um like it was an actual like uh like country versus country. Oh. Yeah, it was played overseas in the UK. Oh, okay. <clears throat> but yeah, it was 
like um they showed some highlights of it um it was funny yeah they they played in the stadium yeah yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay yeah that, that's like something you could do at um, Victor Arena or something yeah yeah, yeah that'd be perfect for it yeah. yeah that's cool man yeah. They, yeah, they play like uh, there was like Ireland, Scotland, yeah, USA. Oh, see there, okay. England. Yeah, it's just five on five. It was like lunchtime. Um, yeah, yeah bro, straight <laughs> up. Eh? And the girls comp too. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> looks professional. <laughs> it's professional. Yeah. It's full on. Yeah. Looks. I think they hold that every year, actually. It's Samoa. If you get all those kids that you see, you know, when you go back to Samoa, you see all these kids so, running around yeah. in, in front of the, on the Malaya, yeah. in front of the yeah. villages, isn't it? So let's be ripping up at this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as long as it's only 10 minutes when it goes into the 11 minute mark, the little bar for you. Lucky it was um, rolling subs for the yeah. boys because the boys were blowing out real quick, <laughs> trying to do too much. But yeah, rolling subs was helped the boys hard out. It was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so you're in the you're in the blues system now, man. How was like um how did that come out? Like who who contacted you? Did you um did Leon call you again or did your manager or your yeah. your agent call you or yeah they kinda they approached me quite early last year. Um it was during um it was the week that I actually got selected to play um for the Highlanders. Damn. Yeah. Um and the <laughs> game was against the blues. Yeah. <laughs> and he, it was <laughs> <laughs> so he called me that weekend he's like oh, are you keen to come back home and I was like and it was March I think so it was quite early are you keen to come back home and we're looking to um, go in that process where we're recruiting players so then um, yeah that, that kind of happened and I was keen to come back home um, it was awkward because it was especially the week that I was playing against them um, but uh, yeah, at the end, yeah, at the end of the season, it all worked out. Um, I managed to pick up a a two year with the Blues. Yeah. Um, good to be back home too. Eh? Um, yeah. um, and that was a a team that I've always wanted to play for. So, um, dreams do come true, man. Yes. Uh, yes. Put the work in. Um, and yeah, it's pretty grateful for um the opportunity that was given. To me, and just um, setting a, a example for my little brothers, and I wanna, um, I guess that's sort of a part of my dream is to encourage or help the the young people coming through. Mm-hmm. I think there's a big part of me now is, uh, um, it's not just about me; it's about the um, the the kids that are coming through and the young people, because um, they're the future, man. You know, um, I've always and I've told my wife that. <clears throat> I want to help the young kids out. Um, then, uh, so whatever it is, um, if they need help with, I don't know, gears or you know, I'm I'm open to that kind of stuff, man. Yeah. So if a young guy came up to me and asked for some boots, bro, I'm open to that hard out. Um, but that's one of my desires is to help the young generation out, um, the youth especially, um, especially the suicidal rate that's going on here. Um, that's that's been a big part of um, my career is to try and help out 
pure viking um and just want to be a that drives me to be a cop too to or just something to do with youth as um just to give back to the to the young people that are going through things eh? because it's, it's not fair man it's not fair on them and and i don't know if we've all been through that but we know what it's like uh now nah, yeah us especially like when you're saying that you pulled yourself out like you know with your with your yeah. you tore your ACL and yeah the, those dark times yeah you know, for you to manage to put some people don't you know unfortunately don't, don't manage to pull themselves nah, that's out right. yeah. so that's like you're, you're a perfect example of um someone that's come through the the trenches or has come through the tough yeah. times so no nah, that, that's <clears> awesome that you um, want to or do something yeah. along those lines because you, you can relate to these kids you know what I mean or you can relate to whoever you're talking to because mm. yeah I always um try and keep uh, when I was first um when I first sort of cracked out I didn't really like sharing my story mm. <clears throat> but um my faith was a big um part of me that time where I was going through a dark time I was um there was my church boys were hard out you know encouraging me and um and uh, they're like you know it's good to share your your story because it does help other people. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so yeah. That when he's one of my youth um, members said that, I was just like, every opportunity I get, I like to share my story yeah. to help whoever's going through that that time. You know. So, yeah, I'm open to um, this sort of stuff. When you know, when Cynthia told me, I was like, yeah, man, I'm keen to give back. Yeah, I'm all about that stuff here, giving back. <clears throat> And giving you a blues jersey too. <laughs> well, hold him down. I'll hold him down, man. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll be there for the first game, bro. We'll definitely yeah. be there for the first game, man. Yeah. But, but also, like how you're talking about doctors, but I think the awesome, like the the thing about your story is perseverance. Do you know what I mean? Because like, like you you had some trials and you could have just been like, that's it. But there's still you still had that burning, like you know, that, that yeah. fire inside. And if you didn't have that, you know, yeah. you, like you, you're you'll be running out into Eden Park, um, you know, yeah. to, to a first loss on the first um, opening round to the Chiefs. But I'll still... But I mean, you know, if that's your your, your yeah. story, man. Like, you know, yeah. to that kid that was playing um, playing rugby up in the street, you know, yeah. uh, mm. to Dombach Road, and now you're running out to Eden Park, man. That's... Yeah. that's I don't know if that's not... That's perseverance, you know, that just st- speaks about your character and... Yeah. Uh, but your dad being the best coach and yeah. uh, all of this <laughs> behind everyone else's uh, Simon daddy. But you know, also speaking about Ray's perseverance, is like, well, what I got out of it was like, it's like small things. Yeah. Like that that time when you were talking about how you just went to the physio or went to, yeah. you drove to North Shore to go to the physio. Yeah. yeah. Just those little the extras. Yeah. Those little extras. It doesn't have to be big extras. They mm. can be little, yeah. little things. 100%. Yeah. And they count, eh? Like, Bro, I didn't people realize. notice. People I notice. Yeah, and I you didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't, eh? Like, um, I was grinding away. I didn't think anything. Like, I didn't think about this. Um, I didn't. Um, there was, uh, and then when I did, you know, crack it as, it's like, man, this is all that hard work eventually came to this. Um, and people don't see you waking up at five a.m. to go to the gym, man. Um, unless you put on snap or something, eh? But <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. But, yeah. My, my wife always humbled me. It's like, stop snapping yourself at the gym, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so you're a big social media. <laughs> <laughs> like, snap can be good and bad. Like, um, it can motivate someone, but then also it can be like, man, this guy's cocky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I try and stay off that stuff, but, um, nah, but 
yeah, just I didn't realize um, all those times I drove to the gym. Like, man, am I going to see the light at the end of the tunnel? Or, yeah. Um, yeah, just well, even driving to the um, to Nelson from um, yeah. from where he's with. Yeah, you know, you're taking all these little little risks as well, yeah. eh? Yeah, because I, I stayed in Picton, and from Picton to Blenheim, it was like a 20, 30 minute drive. And the gym that I was um, uh, uh, what, that I had to go to was yeah the drive thirty minutes so I had to wake up early like five, drive to the gym and then drive back for work which I started at seven, so I did that sure. for um, like six five months, um, and from the gym to to work and you know building is quite hard on the body like you know. And then from after work, you you got training after that, and you got to motivate yourself to. And there was just days where I'm like, man, I'm just I can't be stuffed there. But you know, it all pays off when you put the pen to the paper, man. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even even though it's it took me a what like it took me like playing at North Hall four years, didn't crack anything. Then it took me that route. Go down to yeah, so. uh, South to come back here and play for um, my home team. So that's another thing is sacrifice, sacrifice mm. and hard work. I mean, you gotta gotta put some time into it. Eh? Mm. Give it up to your partner as well. Yeah, oh, bro, yeah, that's, man, she's, hard out. Yeah. she's a hero here. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's another that's another um, person that you got is your partner. She she puts time into you and just cooking for you and um, washing. <laughs> Do a lot of washing when you're training, and also looking after your little one. So, yep, she plays a big part of my career. So how like, how old your son knows? He just he's two. He's two now. He's, yeah, uh, he turned two in so, December. Yeah, so he's been around. Uh, so he's he's managed before the age of two, being down to South Island. Yeah, so he done the trip, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, we drove um, uh, from Dunedin to Nelson. So yeah, that's like a nine nine hour drive. Yeah, Dunedin, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. So when we first moved down to Dunedin, um, yeah. we flew to Nelson, and then drove from Nelson to Dunedin. Yeah, which is about yeah. If you do stops, it's about ten, yeah. ten hours. So my son did the whole trip, man, and and lucky he's a car baby, so oh, yeah. he loves oh, the car. Right. So he yeah. didn't really cry in the car. Yeah. It was towards the end of the trip where he started getting fussy. So, and we drove with um with all our stuff in the car too, like his cot and our bags and yeah. like we weren't rich enough to send all our bags down so we just did it the hard way which is put it all in our my humble Toyota wish <laughs> and just drove down and yeah man the rest is history man. came back up yeah yeah man my wife plays a big part in my career uh, she keeps me humble um, yeah and she just um She's just, you know, the days where I feel like I didn't feel like doing it. She's like, man, just remember why you why you're doing it, and you know, because you do get those days where you're like, oh, I didn't feel like training or, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. She she helps me a lot, man. Yeah. She's the real bossy. <laughs> <laughs> so so what's the the routine been uh, like? Um, a super rugby rugby player, like how I many trainings during the week and. What is a full time? What what is a full time? So, uh, we do like whilst we get quite a bit, uh, uh quite a, a uh, the days we get off is like um, three days off. Me like if if we're not a big week, we get three days off. So this week we train Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off, 
Thursday, Friday train and then weekend off. Mm. But it changes because sometimes you play Friday and sometimes you play Saturday. Um, <clears throat> the preseason is quite big, big days. Um, but because we're heading into the season now, um, we're starting to like um, go into like a sort of like a, a game routine, mm. game week routine. Um, where we have Monday, Tuesday is uh, we load up. Um, we go through um, like our plays and we have a big training day. And then like Thursday, sort of like you you, le- you lean off a bit. Um, we still, uh, we're, we're more into rugby now, not conditioning. or We still do conditioning, but not um, not heaps as like um, pre-Christmas. Um, but we're into our rugby stuff now. Um, go into our plays. Um, there's a lot of plays that we got to learn. Um, but the days that we have off, it's not really a day off. It's recovery, and um, we got to go through our book and stuff. So when you turn up the next day, if you know, if you don't know your plays, where you get you get singled out, you you know you haven't studied your plays, eh? Mm-hmm. So it's like the days you get off, like yeah, you got to put it into your body, which is recovery. Recovery is a big thing, eh? Because when you get thrashed Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is a time where you got to um go to the pool. Or stretch, or like, um, yeah, just the little things that you gotta put in that will help you the next day. Cause if you don't do it, man, you'll feel it. You'll feel it in Thursday training uh, or Friday. And you just feel real um, fatigue, and your body just not not there for training. Eh? So <clears throat> yeah, you gotta have a routine. Um, eating is a big thing for us. <clears throat> like I mentioned before, um, days off you gotta really. Um, Look what you look what you eat, um, cause if you if you have a bad day, if you have macas or something, man, it's not gonna help you train the next day. Um, that's what I used to do, eh? Um, take the easy way out, always have takeaways or something, cause it's just it's just easy to buy. Um, you don't have to cook. Um, but you'll feel it the next day, and and it's not not healthy for your career, man. Yeah. That's what I learned, eh? Is um, you gotta have a routine in place where Monday they'll set it up for you. We have a calendar. Um, where they tell you what we're doing at certain times. So everything's scheduled out. Time, then, uh, time is a big thing for us. And if you're late, man, oh, bro, you get, you, you get fined. Um, but everyone's always on time. Or oh, not always, but I mean, like, no one ever wants to be late because, um, yeah, you get in trouble big time. But timing is is a big thing for a professional rugby player. Eh? You got to be on time. These meetings sit. Um, so like a a normal day for us on Monday, we have um, um we're split into groups. Preseason um day is there's a fat fat boys crew and um our gainers and then there's a maintainer. So we all split into groups and the fat burners they either do a run in the morning or they do a bike. The gainers, they're in the weights. They're trying to put on um, some some weight, and then the maintainers, where they're kind of just both um, um, trying to maintain their weight. So we do that, and that's that's about an hour. And then we have breakfast, and then after breakfast, there's uh, there's a team meeting or a unit meeting, so forwards and backs meeting. And then um, after that, we either go on the field and we do a unit session, scrums, lineouts. After that, we have lunch, and then um, 
not long after lunch is straight into a meeting or we're straight out on the field again and then the field sessions uh, afternoon sessions always a big one so hour and a half or it can get up to two hours and then uh, yeah pretty much after that is either recovery or you got extras and then yeah that's our normal day is um we're there from what, seven seven to four thirty or it can go on longer so we're not there there's no set time to be there it's up to you <coughs> so whatever time you put in um, this is a result you're gonna get eh? so that's just a normal day for us eh? yeah it takes a toll on the body man yeah. mm. so how's our team looking bro how's our team <laughs> hey. how's our team man this is our year I think this is our year this is our year man <laughs> <laughs> this is our year man <laughs> <laughs> you heard that right here right? yeah man. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. nah uh, positive vibes um, we've we've put away um those years where we've come, whatever. So we it's a, it's a new era. Um, I'm new to the team, so I'm just um there to input whatever I can into the mm-hmm. team, and the the vibes are good. Um, at the moment, um, the culture has taken off. Hey, eh? mm-hmm. uh, just speaking to some of the boys, um, that's been there for a while. I see, the culture is different. Um. I think um, Tom Commentary and Tana's done a good job and Leon, they've done a good job to prepare us um, for for what's ahead. And uh, you can see it, um, they've put a time aside to put into the team mm. and uh, what they want from us. And it's clear, it's clear what they want and um, the, uh, all the boys are on the same page, which is good. And I'm just excited for the season, eh? Yeah. Can't wait to... Um, See what see what we'll put into work and onto the field. Mm-hmm. You yeah, can't wait to see you on the field. Also, um, it's good, man. Um, are there any preseason games? Yeah, we got one next week against the Chiefs. Oh yeah, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, okay. so we got Chiefs. Where's it? Where's it? Game right. and Wahi. Oh shit. Okay. Mm. And then we got the Canes. Um, at Takapuna Rugby Club, the following week. And then um yeah, into it eh? So nice. putting two two games and then into it. Uh, it's come around fast. I think we're starting early this year. Yeah, it's um the end of Jan. Yeah. End of Jan. Usually it's Usually in Feb. It's oh. in Feb, yeah, yeah. Feb. Yeah. So I think that's why we have come back early, because um the season's starting pretty early. thirty mm. first of Jan. So all the hookers above you, are they happy? Yeah, man. <laughs> One of them is real fitty. <laughs> Kurt Eklund, he's fit, man. Um, I think that's my weakness, my fitness. But it's um, I've worked on it. Worked on it hardy during oh. off-season. Mm-hmm. It's getting better. But, um, yeah, James Parsons is still there. Mm. Why? Nah. <laughs> 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 no, you don't have time to There's no father royalty there, man. Yes, I know. I just want to turn off the mics for a little bit there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Nah. But how many? Um, so how many, how many in the you? North Harbour? Um, of the North Harbour squad and the Blues team. Um, does it feel good to have those boys there with you yeah, too, man? Yeah. Well, but do you count as um, Tasman Marcos, or yeah. do you, uh, technically because you're not. I'm not, yeah. Yeah, you're not in Northampton, right? No, I'm Tasman now. Yeah. Um, yeah, they 
they see me as Tesman now, my mom, my father. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You're, you're alone then? Uh, are you alone? Are you the only Tesman? Because nah, I still contract to yeah, Tesman. Yeah, oh, yeah, so yeah. you're alone then? Oh, like, so how oh, uh, now you're not on loan. Nah, you're only, if if you're coming from Highlanders, Highlanders to yeah. the police, oh. you'd be on loan. Uh, oh. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's um they they try and encourage like um like if you're playing for the Blues, they try and encourage the players to play for like North Harbour, Auckland, or Northland, just yeah. to try and be in Auckland. But uh, that's changed, eh? Over the years, um, mm. they they scout now, like they go to different teams and. Every, every, everyone's everywhere now like um, hardly see <clears throat> some players that are from like Auckland they're playing for the Blues or, but majority of the team is from from here so we try and keep it local mm. but yeah every every sort of player that uh, come past is always from Auckland eh? like some of the boys from the Highlanders like where are you from? oh I'm usually from Auckland but I moved down yeah. you know mm. so <clears throat> Auckland's a big place, man. What's the um, international um, calendar look like for you? Um, do you know when uh, Manu's back in camp? Yeah. Do they, how, how's the um, communication between you and Stephen? Does he like kind of keep tabs on you and go, hey, um, also, we're going to be back in, you know, we're looking at playing here or? Um, like last year, he was, yeah, he was hard out in contact, like, because I think it's because it was World, World Cup, Cup year. Yeah. So they, keep um in contact with all the players but like i think they try and um not not bother us too much because of super rugby yeah, yeah, yeah but um I've, I've never been to a june um tour before so i don't know what's happening this, uh, that goes up to the uk eh? is that um, yeah 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 so the, yeah it's everywhere like um it can be in america or yeah. uh, i don't know what's what it's looking like um in june but yeah the tour is like it can be anywhere yeah, yeah, it's cool, eh? you can Yeah, so that's one of your um, yeah, one of the things you're aiming for this yeah. year is to yeah. get on that tour. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they got the Pacific Cup. Oh. Yep. Yeah. So that's a uh, PNC. So PNC is always um June, Juneish. Will July. Japan still be in that um comp? Because no, it seems like they they probably moved up to tier one now, eh? Well, that's uh, I think um there was talks about um Japan going into tier one. Yep. Um and then bringing um Canada into PNC. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, oh, good. Th- 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 that was the talk good for your passport. Um, yeah, got <laughs> <laughs> of good stamps up there, eh? But um, yeah, uh, if Canada comes in, man, that'll be cool. Oh, that'll be um, good. It's good to promote that country into the rugby life, um, yeah. rugby circle too, eh? Yeah, but it's um, it's good for world rugby too to try and um, put some tier two teams into you know, oh, and Fiji. Um, I think um, they're trying to talk Fiji into it. Oh, okay. Into, into being Pacific Nation. Oh, I mean, to tier one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, they. I think they. Yeah, there was talks about it. I hope it happens because eh? Japan really deserve it. Eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, um, before um, the World Cup and that, um, had you ever been back to Samoa? Did um, you go back to Samoa um, quite a bit when you were young? Or oh, uh, yep. Oh, uh, not. I've I've only been once. Yeah. Um, when I was young, I think 2000 and. Seven, yeah. Seven. I went, I went with mum and dad, and yep. Checked it out. Eh? I loved it. Eh? Yeah. yeah. But did you just go back as a team last year yep. to someone? Yeah, we went. Well, uh, how, how was that? How was the going back as you know being a part of the Manu Samoa? Um. Yeah. Um. I think you you get a 
You have an extra cousins come out that you've never met in the world. <laughs> yeah. You get there, go back with a full luggage and then. <laughs> nah, <laughs> just come back for your carry on. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you get spotted, eh? Um, yeah. Um, over there, but it's, it's cool. They like to see the young kids come up to you. Yeah. And, um, just to give back to them, eh? Um, cause you want to try and, um, see some of the local boys crack it, eh? Cause, mm. It's it's their home, you know. You know, um, I want yeah, I want to see more local boys into the team. To be honest, but yeah, it was uh, the trip was mean. I enjoyed my time in Samoa. We had a we had a camp there. Um, uh, yeah, that's right. We played Tonga there. But man, it's Vivilla. Hey, yeah, yeah. Trying training in that with a whole the humidity, eh? Hot, eh? But when it, even when it rained, um, that day, so it was still still hot. In Samoa, yeah. Well, what, was, yeah. what was what was that compared to training in Japan? Because it was the same, eh? It was yeah. humid, not, not as hot as Samoa, to be honest. Yeah, but it was humid in humid, Japan. Eh? The yeah. humidity yeah. was crazy, eh? Yeah, it was hot, man. Yeah, but that game against Scotland, we played in the stadium. Holy, they they could have opened the, the they top. Didn't. They didn't eh? <laughs> So Let's make these on yeah. <laughs> Let's sweat these. They, they suffocated us in there, man. <laughs> yeah. But apparently, like um, the neighbors around the stadium, they like, oh. they told they're like, nah, we don't, we don't want the noise. Oh. So they, like, Sorry, this is World Cup. What are you? <laughs> Sounds like the people around Eden Park, eh? You're like, no, yeah. no, hey, because that's true, man. That's yeah. why they can't have concerts in that yeah. because yeah. um, people complain. But the thing, what I don't get is. If you move next to a rugby yep. stadium, yeah, you know what you're going to get. get. Like yeah. the people who move uh, to next to the speedway and which yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's Valeo, man. Like, you know yeah. what you're going to get and you're yeah. going to write a, you know, start complaining. All right, man. Yeah. So, yeah, that Scotland game was something else, man. I was, everyone was just looking left, right, center. I was like, the boys are sweating. He <laughs> 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 got texts from home. Um, were you guys seller or? <laughs> I was like, do you know we played in a stadium with no windows? <laughs> but yeah, man, it was it was quite hard over in Japan. But at the same time, like at night, there was like a few nights where it was quite cold. Like you know, it, it was like here in Auckland where it was hot, and then at night it got cold. But yeah, in Japan, man, it was the weather's like Auckland to be honest. Mm. Quite hot. So you know, guys, when you, when you play your games and uh, like after the games, there's um, some jersey swapping every now and again. And I know Mong Samoa, just hearing back in the days that they, they had a budget of like, not yeah. many uniforms. What was, what was the thing? This this World Cup was. It, would you guys get in trouble for yeah. swapping your jersey? Or nah, we we so we got jerseys each game, but oh, um, that's good. Yeah, our jerseys were. Oh man, it was hard to. Because like, our jerseys were quite baggy and they weren't done properly. Um, and when we went to go swap our jerseys, some of our numbers were ripped off. Oh, that's <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Sully, you want to swap jerseys? And they look at the numbers like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, you, know, you know, when that happens, that jersey's yours, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So, yeah, that, uh, that's, but that's um, every tour. Um, you get to like PNC. You get to keep your jersey. Every jersey you play in, you keep it. So you get to swap it or not. Mm. It's up to you. But yeah, yeah. 
I think have that's you what, um have you kept any jerseys? I kept my first one. one? Yeah, 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 nice. That's the important one, man. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. kept my first um. Did you? Jersey. Is that framed? Then yeah, I signed as uh, the all the boys signed and yeah, I framed yeah. your first your first kept. Yeah, yeah. So that was one. USA. Yep. Oh. Your world, oh, world Cup. Well, not not the USA one. Oh, the World okay. Cup one. Oh, yeah. okay. I still got okay. my first. USA? Yeah, yeah, yep. my USA yep. one. Yeah, so I put that aside and um the other ones I swapped. Yeah, yeah. So what are the jerseys you've um? So do you remember the player you swapped it with, or was there a certain reason why you swapped it with that person? Or nah, just was this just the first other one? Actually, they swapped. <laughs> just uh, opposite um positions. Really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. if you swap with a winger, this right, real small. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm gonna fit this. <laughs> but even when even when I swapped with the uh, Japan, oh, it's all <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Nah, it was, his one was quite tidy. Um, yeah, <laughs> but it was cool swapping. Even the Ireland jerseys, uh, man, it was cool to swap with them. Um, <clears throat> so I got. I was pretty blessed to play all four pool games. So I got pretty much yeah, uh, man, all the jerseys. Good, man. And um, yeah, just something my son can look at when yeah. when he grows up. So yeah. just frame it and put it up. Just do what my dad does. <laughs> you know, back in my days. <laughs> I actually got something to show my son, but my dad is like, <laughs> I used to play, um, oh yeah, where's your jersey? <laughs> I guess that's another motivation is just to <clears throat> show your son yeah. or your kids some. Um, because my wife is expecting an, another boy in me. Hey, oh, sure. Congratulations, man. Oh, yeah. Mate. <laughs> nice. Nice. So I'm um, looking forward to nice. my boys growing up and beating each other up. Eh? <laughs> 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 nah, I just <clears throat> sort of I'm um, excited to see what they what their careers are gonna be. Eh? Yeah, nice, man. Not gonna force them into anything, but no, that's right. Yeah. But yeah. I just give them a ball. Yeah, <laughs> they force them into yeah. 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 every Christmas. Every rugby boots. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know where you're gonna be, but here's some rugby boots. <laughs> <coughs> no, I don't mean. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, how many um how many hookers in the, in the, in the squad? The blue squad. So usually they carry three. <clears throat> Yeah, so there'll be two hookers that are not main, but like everyone's up for selection. Yeah. But you have your two main hookers and then there's always a, a third where you're kind of like um, cover. But if you're injured, <clears throat> they always call another hook in. Yeah, right. So you always carry three. So who are the hookers in, in the blues now? So it's James Parsons. James Parsons, myself and Kurt Eklund. Yeah. <clears throat> and because oh, James Parsons injured. Um, we got these two young hookers in for preseason, um, Sawani and um, Lutir. Lutir, yeah. And local local boys. He's from Harbour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <coughs> so that, uh, what was his name? Was it Apis? Ap- oh yeah, yeah. Is he Len- gone? Because uh, Len- he was just Len- a lone. Yeah. yeah, he was just a lone. Yeah, he played loan. for. Um, he's from Canes. Yeah, Canes. Yeah. yeah, he was just yeah. lone. I was, just, I was wondering if he was still in. Lonely, nah, but nah, nah, yeah, he he's not contracted. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah, who does he Eklund? Eklund on the bottom right. Oh yeah, yeah. Baby. he's originally from Auckland. Oh okay. Mm. Yeah. 
And that's the guy you're saying he's quite fit. Yeah, he's fitty. And um which is which is good in a way for you because uh because it will just motivate you, push you a bit more. Yeah. And I remember we we've got uh we had a guy named Joey Nanai come in and talking about the blues um their culture, what what we thought um the problem was in in, in that team and we, I remember him saying, What did he call them? The players the he was saying, because we asked him French, about... French players. Oh, French players. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was talking right. about the French players. Oh, yeah, yeah. There yeah. weren't enough French players in the blue squad, so the, the so same guys... Yeah, so keep everyone accountable. So the, yeah. all, the same guys will always get their starting roles because the French players will just, like, branch off and just take off because they didn't make the, you know... Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's what he was telling us, and it was uh, it was a good um, good talk about that, eh, about mm-hmm. the French players. And um, that's when you said that, that's, that's what I thought about when you said he was quite fit. Which made you the French player to make you, you know, push you a bit yeah, more, and because yeah. you wanna, you know, you wanna get further. Then yeah, yeah, uh, that's everyone's um sort of mm. um motives is to make the starting team or be in the twenty three. Um, but it's healthy competition, eh? Not not like mm. no, no. I yeah. should be starting. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, yeah. That's uh, we're all one team. Because you guys back each other as well. You yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So good competition. Healthy competition, and that's what we want. Geez, quite lighty. I remember me and him were the hookers for um, there was a competition in school, <clears throat> um, so they named it the Baby Blues. Um, so you so if um, so Auckland or the Auckland schools, it's a, it's a trial, and then you kind of make um, the Blues squad, and it's like the court they call the Baby Blues, and then you verse like. The Hurricanes schools and oh, yeah. the Chiefs schools. So, me and, yeah, me and him were the hookers back then. And um, we were just chatting about it um, the other day, <coughs> how we were the hookers for the Baby Blues and now um, yeah, we're hookers for, yeah, it's quite buzzy. Yeah. Mm. So, most of the boys in the Blues are known, I have known through school and stuff, so... They're not sort of new faces. Yeah. So you know that moment when you were talking with Kurt, was it kind of like the kind of like nudging yourself like, so can you believe this man? Like we, yeah. Yeah, we, we had yeah. aspirations of being yeah. here and we've, we've, because it's, because he's come from Bay of Plain, it sounds like he's both gone the yeah. scenic yeah. route or just gone a different route instead of doing the, come through the grades, make the, mm. like the blues then like Auckland, the yeah. Auckland and all that. Yeah. 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 We, were t- <laughs> yeah. we were like talking about it like how, it took us a while to crack it, but we finally did, you know? Yeah. Um, that, yeah, it just shows um, uh, not not everyone's meant to crack it straight away and you go through your paths and eventually just lead you back to where you um, always wanted to be. You always aspired yeah, to be, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, it's quite um, buzzy to see us being there together. Yeah. Uh, and especially <clears throat> playing together in school. <clears throat> yeah. And he's a good dude too. Um, Okay, so not a typical white boy, but you know he knows his Islanders. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys watch Mitre Ten? Uh, much of Mitre Ten this year? I didn't watch much of it last season. I watched heaps oh, of sorry, it the season, season before. Yeah, yeah. I think the last season was the the least I watched it. Yeah, I watched I watched the harder the, the one before that. Was it because it was was it because it, it was the same time as the World Cup or um, yeah probably. similar yeah, yeah it was probably. kind of like yeah the same it was time. I think oh, everyone was, was kind of rugbyed out yeah yeah, yeah. there was a big year for um, New Zealand um, for for rugby like there was heaps of rugby competition going on yeah 
Yeah. It's going from Super to World Cup and then World Cup at the same time there was Mighty 10 so mm. yeah. a lot of rugby was played. Mm. And the Tasman stood out because they just dominated yeah, everyone. Man. Yeah. Uh, they pretty we... much had a Super Rugby team. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and the, the one of ten. Yeah. Oh, Crusaders and the yeah, <laughs> yeah. They man, yeah. Tasman's a the culture down here is unreal. Mm. Uh, yeah, I just I wouldn't um I wouldn't leave the team to be honest. Uh, if you know if I get contracted somewhere else, but if if I was to stay there, yeah, I'd I'd stay there, man. Because mm. yeah, it's a good team, mm. <clears throat> and you could see it that the results are coming on the field, and yeah, yeah, the boys are. Quite, yeah, and it's more like a Crusaders franchise, the Chessmen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just having those Crusaders boys in there was, yeah. um, yeah, you could see it, eh? yeah, mm-hmm. bringing yeah. that winning culture in, yeah, mm. yeah. You know, um, the one thing I've noticed about Tasman over the last couple of years is like they, they do really well at recruiting, yeah. Because if you see all the guys they pick up, they pick up a lot of guys like, like From they picked up yourself at Hawks mm-hmm. Bay, yeah, um, yeah. some like in the Auckland boys, are. Auckland boys, yeah. Shone, then you know, Shone Havili, yeah, yeah. See, mm-hmm. that's another one. And um, was it Pete Samu from um, yeah, from Australia? And yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. they go over, pick up all these yeah. guys, and then they don't blow up until they, you know, yeah. um, they start playing yeah, for right. yeah. Tasmania. And uh, um, I see because a lot of Chiefs guys, you know, they they come up from um, who was the, the one who's gone now. Um, the winger, he was. Um, oh, Solomon. Is he from there too? Nah, no, no, the the um the one the Modi one. Uh, used to play for the Tasman Markers, the fullback slash. I can't remember his. Oh yeah, but I just remember him, like playing for the Markers. I just remember the Markers just being really um, really good. And then you see all their players; they're just made up of. They just yeah. re- the recruit really. Well. Who's in charge of that? Who does all the recruiting for those players? Oh, I think. The recruiting goes comes from the f- first comes from the coaches. Yeah, yeah. And then you know they kind of just scout up <coughs> the players. They they will suit their ga- sort of game plan. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I don't know who actually does the recruiting, but I yeah. know the coaches play a big part in the day. Yeah. And, and they 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 sort of want the players that will suit their game game plan and want to execute their what they want. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So you know with the um with Tasman, do you have um because these are all made up of all those um cities at the top of the South Island eh? so Picton, Lena, yep. Nelson, yeah, all those places. Yeah, but where's your where was the main stadium? Or we used um like it was in Nelson. Yeah, 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 Trafalgar. Yeah, um, yeah, there's <clears throat> so yeah, like Blenheim, Picton, and Nelson. But these are like um little countries or little areas they sort of pick from. Yeah. Um, like countryside, so yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if you guys remember Shane Christie. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucy. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was um, he was a mean player back um, back then. Yeah. He was Highlanders as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He was a very he was a mean player, yeah, yeah. and um, so he finished finished career because of concussion. But um, he's from a um small little town around in between Nelson and. Blenheim, and it's yeah. You you drive past it, and it's, it's like nothing, man. It's just like little shops, yeah. And then just farm, but yeah, he's he's originally from there. Yeah. But just yeah, seeing those, seeing a player like him come through, and like you know, you think he come through the ranks, are uh, like uh, big players, yeah, yeah, like big places like Auckland, yeah, you know. But he's just from a humble town, bro. Yeah, you know? yeah. And he's so he's a he's a coach. 
he he was a he's a forwards coach for for Tasman. Oh, okay. He's our defensive coach, and man, he helped me heaps <clears throat> when I when I come back into the mix. And yeah, he's one of uh, the main players that I look up to. Shane Christie, man. So you know when you were when you were traveling down to um the markers, was it just were you usually just driving down there? Or would you prefer to drive or we or to Nelson? Yeah, to Nelson and that. Oh. From Wellington, would you just straight out to Wellington and just catch the ferry over? I've, uh, now that I look at it, I'd rather fly yeah. to Nelson. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, just driving was my only option back then. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <coughs> but yeah, I'll fly to Nelson. Uh, Nelson's a nice place. I don't know if you guys been there. Yeah, 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 yeah I've been there. Yeah, been there. I've been to um, <clears throat> Blenheim. So my yeah. uh, my um, cousin, he's a pastor down there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. My cousin Afi's down there. Did you have to you have to fly to Wellington and then to Wellington to Nelson or King? Nah, you can fly. Straight yeah, you can to fly. Nelson. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I remember I flew uh, for work. I had to fly to Wellington, and then we flew on the little plane to um Nelson. Yeah, that was right flying there. But coming back, suddenly there was a storm. Oh, totally, <laughs> man. And we and the we in the, sm- the little plane, bro. Like I had to walk sideways just to get down. Yeah. So and you know that um the turbulence for the big planes is quite big. So they imagine it in the little plane, bro. And I was like, surely I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you in the small plane? Yeah, man, yeah. the tiny plane. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. I remember he was a, yeah, there was a plane from Picton to Nelson. Yeah, man. Was it small? Yeah. The small, small planes. Yeah. <laughs> never again. I've never, it. Yeah, oh, never man. again. Yeah, did you um, win the final last year against Wellington? Um, yeah, um, oh, what the Marcos? Tasman because you just played the. Uh, yeah, they won. Oh, okay. It was against um. Wellington, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they won, man. Oh, yeah, nice. But I was at World Cup. That's oh, yeah, yeah. I just got back from World Cup. Oh, okay. So they yeah. must have. They must have. They must have been good, yeah, man. Yeah, just seeing the boys doing well and yeah. then, then they yeah, bro, because they pretty much just took off from. The, the for the following year, like because we did well, mm. we made it up to semi final, then we lost to Canterbury. Yeah, and then yeah, the the next year they was just like, oh yep, this is them, man. They just took it out, yeah, and undefeated too. Yeah, yeah, that's bro. tough, man, to be undefeated in any competition in oh, um, bro. Yeah. in New Zealand, day. Eh? Yeah, and to be in the top division, hard out. Yeah, yeah. So they went undefeated. I think they made history. They they have an um. There's no team that went through the competition undefeated and to take it out like that, yeah. yeah. 12 games, um, no losses were mean. <laughs> hey, Ray, man. It's a pleasure having you on board to share your story. Oh, no, man. man. Yeah. Man. Nah, thanks. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm real open to st- stuff. And <laughs> if you guys want some more boys, I can bring the boys in too. Sounds good, man. Yeah, sure. Um, we'll do another session with um, some of the other boys. Yeah. Yeah, man. Definitely. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Sounds sounds really good. Yeah. Thank you for that, and thanks for coming in again. Um, yeah, man. It's good to see uh, one of the boys from the area <laughs> doing well. You know, another one. I think it's also like um, your story, man. Like um, mm. when we we'll listen to this, they're gonna. Just um, take mm. a lot of um, inspiration from it, yeah, and um, learn how to pluck out the white noise. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> out, man. Yeah. Is that like, gonna be our title? Uh, yeah, yeah it has to be, time? man. Yeah. It has to be. <laughs> Block the white noise. Block out the white noise. Yeah, man. Another kid from West Auckland, you know. Yeah. <laughs> nah, hard man. 
Do it for the wist wist thing. Okay, man. Uh, good luck for uh, the season. Nah, thanks, man. Yeah, appreciate it, boys. Yeah, so we can't wait to see you play, man. Yeah, man. You know. I just can't wait to see you play. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to see you guys smash the uh, Chiefs. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you, when you guys win, come back and we'll do a podcast. With, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll make uh, the guest star. <laughs> nah, it'll be awesome to see you guys there, man. Yeah, um, awesome. Yeah, man. Nah, even if we talk after the game or something, eh? Um, if you, I don't know if you guys got kids, but bring them along and uh, keen to, to chat to them too. That'd be awesome. Sweet. Okay, man. Yeah. Sweet. Shall we? Thank you. Thank you, Ray. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, ever